0: good morning everyone and good afternoon to mr marcel over there in holland welcome to the thursday december 31st edition of the mma ob daily podcast the final mma ob daily podcast in 2020 the last show of the year marcel first off marcel happy new year's man i know it's a little bit early it's about four o'clock there in uh, netherlands right now but i know you'll probably start uh, your partying a little bit uh, shortly after this podcast so marcel how's it going man and welcome back to the show
1: hey, happy new year adam yeah great man i mean uh Got like 12 days off now. So it was last day at work today for me. So that was, that's great. It's uh, awful weather outside. So I'm happy I'm inside right now and uh, looking forward to uh, talk some MMA with you last day of the year.
0: Yeah, me too, man. And, uh, you know, I just want to say like, I've had some really good feedback from people lately about you, Marcel, and, and I love having you on the show. So if you want Marcel on more guys, just tell him, tell him you, you want him back and tell me you want him back because you know, I think we have good chemistry. and I, I want him on, you know, as much as we can. So just let Marcel know and show him some love. Marcel, uh, we got a lot to talk with today, man. I wanted to go through all the awards with you and yeah. I do want to get to that, but I think we should get to Ryzen first because it took place this morning. Now, before I get into the card, I just want to give you the floor for a minute here because I know you had some uh, thoughts about the whole thing on uh, the Mortal Kombat show the other day with the comments made by a certain journalist. I did touch on this with Cole the other day on the podcast, so I don't need to rehash my thoughts on it. But I really would like to get your thoughts, Marcel, on it because I felt like those guys were just – they really just uh, didn't appreciate the card at all and didn't appreciate the fighters, and it, it bothered me. So I just, I'd love to get your thoughts on, on those really just rude and disrespectful comments.
1: Was well, kind of weird to me, man. I mean, if you don't know anything about the car, just don't talk about the car. <laughs> I'd say, uh, just say like, uh, I haven't been, uh, I haven't been into it. I haven't really watched it, so I don't know. They know Kyoji Horiguchi. I mean, they probably know Gomi. Uh They could say like, yeah, looking forward to that one. If they don't look forward to that, they can say that as well. But it's kind of yep. weird. Uh, kind of weird uh, talk was that, you know? And and uh, also, man. That guy blocked my boy JHK. How dare you! I oh, mean. that
0: that doesn't make sense. And Don John Hoko is is one of you know I think the best like up and coming journalists. And and I don't think he made a a, a wrong comment out of No,
1: line. not at all.
0: Yeah, that was really disappointing. The, the whole way that was handled by both those guys extremely disappointing. I'll tell you right now, dude. If I said that, I I wouldn't expect to be doing the show tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like I would expect to be fired for my job. So I, I don't understand how people can just make these rude comments and, and quite frankly racist comments in 2020, Marcel, and just ignore them and, and just block people when they try to critique you. That's that's really sad. So I, I want to give my thoughts. Just give you any more thoughts on this, Marcel, before we I go. not just,
1: just didn't make sense to me, man. It was yeah. unnecessary, you know? So um, It was super weird,
0: dude. It was like, it was super weird. Like, he didn't need to bring it up. So I'm, I'm yeah. with you completely.
1: But you know what? Like,
0: listen, those guys, are, they were jerks. They were straight up jerks. and Or one of them was anyways, I should say, to be fair. Um, but we're not going to be like that. We, we respect all the fighters here on this podcast. This is, again, why I love Marcel on because he's like me. He loves the sport. Anyone who's watching this loves the sport. So let's get into the Ryzen 26. And I should say, like, I wrote an article about this card. I like. I didn't I didn't watch the card. I'll be completely honest. I only saw the main event, Marcel. I wasn't hmm. able to get up early enough, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, if I didn't know about the card and I didn't know the fights, I would have just not talked about them. You know what I mean? But I did actually do the research, even though I—I I, I guarantee you—I didn't make as much money from the article I did that those guys did for their podcast. I still did the research for it myself, and uh, from what I saw, it was a pre card. Again, I didn't see the card guys, so if you did watch it this morning, please uh, you know send it in. I gotta be honest, man. I used to stay up all night and watch the Pride Dream events and everything. I can't do it anymore. It's very difficult now. I—I I, I mean, I'm only 32. I'm not super old by any means, but I have other things right now going on, so it's—it's it's difficult. I did want to watch it. Um, but I did see the main event. I did see the Horiguchi fight. And I did pick him as a, a small favorite. He was only a minus 150 favorite, Marcel. Very small favorite. Picks up the first round knockout over Kai Asakura in the rematch. You know, a lot of people were talking about that the first fight. And, uh, it, you know, it was a very big upset. I was very surprised that that happened last year, Marcel. And I know Horiguchi, he missed a whole year with some injuries and stuff. But to me, like, I, I still think he's one of the best flyweights in the world. I've thought that for a long time. I was still a little upset when he left the UFC a few years ago. I don't blame him for going to Ryzen. He's from Japan, obviously. He's got his family there. It makes sense. They're probably playing him really well. But this is a top three flyweight in the world. And I think a fight with Figueroa would be a lot of fun. But I just want to hear your fights, uh, thoughts on this fight with Asakura this morning where he knocked him out.
1: If, if I think about Huriguchi, I also have to think about putting him in a fight against Ali Bagotinov on a preliminary card with a main card that wasn't even great back then in the UFC. So that uh, kind of makes me cr- crazy if I think about it. But uh, yeah, I o- also only saw the main event, so uh, I was just in time home to see that. I gotta say, man, I'm, I'm pretty disappointed in Ryzen with their broadcast deal of, uh, for, for non-Japanese viewers. I mean, I was pretty happy with Fight TV. It, it cost like $20, I think, for the New Year's Eve, but was quality fights, man, and I really liked it. I I I, bu- I bought it last year, you know. Couldn't buy it this year, the same because it's not on fight TV anymore. And on the same same way, I had to work too uh, earlier this morning, so I could I couldn't watch it. So, um, yeah, I think it was it was a uh, the fight I saw, the main event. I think very well done by Kyoji Origuchi uh, after a pretty severe injury comes back, uh, take takes back the title. He vacated. He lost to Asakura the first time, so. Uh, they very, very well done by him. And I've always been a Ruriguchi fan, man. Guy yeah. is good, very solid. I remember when he when he fought uh, DJ for, for the belt, he actually said before, like, I'm not ready for this, but I will go, I will try to do it. And uh, I think he has improved so much, man. It's, it's such a, sh- a shame he left the UFC. And um, on the other hand, good for him. He's making his name in Ryzen. He also won in Bellator against, yeah. uh, against Darian Caldwell as well. So, um, yeah. What can I say, man? He's a good fighter. Um, I, in the back of my mind, I still hope maybe he can return to the UFC and do some work over there. But uh, he's at Rising now. Probably, maybe we'll go back. Maybe we'll fight for Bellator again. Who knows? You know, you never know. But
0: uh, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's great. I mean, I'm just looking at his record right now in the UFC. Like, it, or actually, no. Let me pull it up here really fast here. I don't want to have the page open too long, but I do want to look at his record with you, just because it's it, it's phenomenal. Look at it. Hey look, yeah. hey, look at this before he left uh, the UFC. So uh, he was you know, pretty highly talented prospect coming in because he had some nice wins. Like Ian Loveland was a UFC veteran before he when he beat him. gets to mm-hmm. the UFC, knocks out Dustin Pig. That was the Kane um, C- and JDS card. That was the first one he fought, the trilogy between those two yeah. guys, this one. And then he p- picks off, what, three wins, fights DJ. Um, that fight was a blowout. It was in Montreal. It was a terrible fight. He won by submission or lost by submission in the last second. After that, look at this, Marcel. He won three fights and they cut him. They let him go. Like, or they didn't mm-hmm. cut him. They didn't resign him, I should say. Yeah. I don't think they, like, cut him necessarily. Look at this mm-hmm. since he left 10 and 1. 10 and 1, champion in Ryzen. He was a champion in Bellator, and I believe he vacated his title because um, basically he didn't feel like he was a legit champion. That's like, this is a very traditional martial artist. Like, he's a very uh, respected, respectful guy. When he lost in that non title fight to Oscar, he was like, I got to vacate this belt too. So, I have a lot of respect for him, man. I really like Horiguchi, bro. I'd uh-huh. love to see him fight Figueiredo. Imagine that fight. That that right now is actually, well, besides Moreno, because Moreno should get that rematch, no doubt. Besides Moreno, Marcel, is that the best fight they can make at flyway right now in the, in the world?
1: I definitely think, but can he still make 125, you think? Because oh, no, 135, know. Ben and weight, right? And, and Ryzen. So yeah, if yeah. he can, I'd love to see him, man. He He's always been mu- mu- must-watch TV for me in the UFC when he was. He... Um, I really liked him. I thought indeed that the DJ fight was a little bit too early back then. But uh, I mean, if you see what he did after what, after the UFC, uh, after he went gone from the UFC, like you said, I mean, he only lost to Asakura and uh, he avenged that loss today. So pretty much amazing, amazing performance as well. Well done. And, uh, yeah, let's see what's happening with him, And I, I I really hope he maybe comes back to the UFC, but uh, I don't know what the UFC wants to pay him. You know, that's a big yep. problem. With uh, definitely now his his star is rising. You know, little yeah. rising Bellator champion. So uh, yeah, and I heard
0: he I heard he's getting paid well there too, from what I've heard. I don't yeah. know if they release salaries, but I remember when he signed, they said it was like a lucrative deal. So you know, and especially with sponsorships and stuff, like he's fighting close to his family too. So it makes sense for him to stay there. But truthfully, and this is me being here right now. I don't really know the other contenders in this division. Cape was the guy, obviously, but he's in the UFC now. I'd love to yeah. see Horaguchi join Cape in the UFC. And quite frankly, Asakura too. But that's me being a selfish UFC North American fan. You know what I mean? The, the, the fans in Japan are like, keep him here. We love him. I, like, again, I don't want to go through the whole card because we didn't see it, but I, I did uh, hear about the tension fight. He won a decision in a kickboxing bout. It wasn't an MMA fight, though. Mm. Um uh takedori gomi he also won his fight by majority decision i don't know again if that was um, a may it was a special rules fight or something
1: a- exhibition fight only standing
0: yeah exactly because he's got no ground game as we know uh kai asakura's brother actually did knock out uh, satoshi yamusu in on the main card so that was a, n- a nice win those asakura brothers are both geese man and then the other fight that was worth mentioning is uh as Ayaki, Ayaka yaki hamasaki defeated uh, miyu yamamoto so okay this is me. Okay, this was me a few years ago. I could have been an ignorant guy like those guys in that podcast, but I wasn't. I actually went and read about these fighters. I knew Hamasaki because I've, I've seen her in Invicta, and I know that she fought him a few times. I'll be honest. I didn't really know who Yamamoto was, which makes me sad because I should have known that. I didn't realize she was Kid Yamamoto's brother. I should have clued in Marcel. But not only that, you know, she's 46 years old, and yeah. apparently she lives in Toronto where I live. And she coaches wrestling at York University, which I when I read that, I was like, Are you kidding me? Like, how did I not know this stuff? So there's so much anime going on around the world. It's so hard to keep it in track with everything. But you know, in this case, uh Hamasaki, yeah, she's 38. When I saw it, when I was reading Hamasaki, I'm like, whoa, she's 38. I can't believe that. Then I see the other woman's 46 myself. <laughs> I go, no way she's gonna win. And she gets submitted with a heads and scissors choke in the first round. So um, Hamasaki, she's 105 pounds, if I'm not mistaken, right? So don't yeah. think she- I don't think she'd ever come to the UFC, but maybe she goes back to Invicta. Marcel uh, fights a little bit because she had a nice run there. Like she beat you Frey twice, actually. Uh, Berica you uh, know, was the champion
1: there. I, I mean, why does the UFC not just add at the atom weight division? I mean, I, I'm l- listen, man. No disrespect to the 145ers, but who is interested in the 145ers in the UFC? I mean, I know uh, there's not even a ranking over there. For, for the five fighters they have on, on the roster for 145. So, yeah. I mean, if Nunez, if Nunez defeats Anderson, it's done. It's pretty much done. So, <laughs> I don't know what, what, what they want to do, but i I love to see one of one, 105, man. I mean, you got also in the UFC, you got Watterson, who would maybe finally can get to her normal actual weight where she's strong. Uh, Loma Lugbunme would be perfect for that division. I mean, uh, Zapitala, the Invicta champion, would be perfect, add to that. So, and, and like you said, Hamasaki, and even Sui Ham, and Soe Ham, in my opinion, got robbed twice in the UFC in the last two fights. So, yeah. I mean, would be perfect. Why not? Uh, there is interest for that. And I think it's, it's much more com- competitive than the 145 division the UFC has now.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny. I actually did, like, I was talking about the article I did the other day, and uh, I went through all the divisions and, like, basically picked out unranked fighters from every division. I couldn't do it for 145 because there was no one to be there was no one in the rankings. Yeah. Um. But I did actually pick Luke Boonmi at 115. I think she was my fighter to watch for. I, I love her. So you know I think she'd be great at 105. You're right, um, Waterson, Obviously. You know I'm not gonna go and uh, bang on this drum for 105 because the truth, tr- truthfully, like I don't know if MMA fan, UFC fans will like it because of the lack of finishes normally. So I don't know if they'll want to watch that division. Like it took a while for them to get in the flyweight, right? But you, you, yeah, I'd rather watch it than one forty-five. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, you know what it is, Adam. I always get the 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 thing with is is oh man, what, what the fuck? What happened? <laughs> yeah. Also, um, the thing is, uh, many fans like uh, it's not selling or it's not it's not good. But I'm like, put it on a cart that sells. You know, put it on a oh. cart with fighters that uh, will get the views uh and and give these girls or whatever guys out fly with, give give them the respect they deserve you know i mean if you think a fight doesn't sell but it's a good style matchup a high quality fight why not put it on with a fight you know will sell you know yeah, you you yeah. got you got for example you you got some uh guys like uh, a nico price will always draw views because he's an entertaining guy to watch um Tim Means, for example, in that same division, you got the the, the the Mike Perrys, those kind of guys the welterweights who always will will bring the heat, you know. You can put them on a card, and you can put a fight, what's stylistically beautiful to watch, but not for the casual fan, on that same card, you know, and then it will still get the views because the people will want to watch that fight. Or you got these people who are going to like, uh, that fight will be around, hmm. 9 p.m. Um, I'm gonna uh, go five minutes before 9 p.m. I'm gonna check it and then I'm gonna watch it, you know. But many people will just put it on and watch it, you know. I think so, yeah. That's a solution, that's my opinion. But yeah,
0: yeah, like I said, I'd I'd rather watch 105 and 145, which I just don't think is a competitive division. And I understand why they brought it in because they had cyborg, they had unions, they had those big fights. I don't think it's necessary now. Um, just you know, looking at the rest of the card, I mean, there's there's a few other guys who are notable fighters like Oka Sasaki, former UFC fighter, he won his fight. Minowa actually got injured and lost his fight. Minowa Man, uh, Hideko Torikoro won his fight. Naoki Inoue won won uh, won uh, his fight too. Um, Do- those two. he also, was in the UFC for a while. What the hell Sa- happened to him?
1: Sasaki in a way also those also two horrible cuts. Yes, him, honestly. Yes. I mean, in a way, didn't he lost to Schnell and the split? Decision I'm looking at yeah, he, he
0: lost he beat this guy, uh Carl John Thomas, and then he lost yeah. to Max and Macaron got released. He lost to Sean Shorty Rock Shantella in CFFC, and since then won four, but he's only like 23 years old. So that was a uh, very I- weird cut.
1: Honestly, I think I scored a fight for Inoue against Schnell. I'm going. I'm going to. Can you check MMA decisions? I can. Yeah, let me do yeah, it. I I, I want to see what. Maybe I. Uh, I'm not on there. I only do MMA decisions since earlier this year. So, uh, but I want to see what other people did.
0: Sure, let me pull pulled up here was Schnell, right? Or yeah. Schnell. That suck. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't think my score will be here either. Um, let's see. Here. Schnell defeats Inoue. Let's see what people That's- said.
1: It was early morning uh, cards for you guys, so maybe not many. Sports.
0: Yeah, that was the Cowboy and Edwards card. I think I did watch it live, but yeah, I'm just looking at it. Mar- it was split. It was really just split down the, yeah. down the middle, basically. I just want to get this call from Kevin. He says, Happy New Year's, guys. Welcome back, Marcel. Yeah, man. Big man, Marcel, Mr. Marcel Dorf. Thank joining you. me again on the podcast today. And we love having Marcel on to uh, give his thoughts on mixed martial arts. So, anything else with the Ryzen, or you want to move on now?
1: No, nah, I, I can't say too much about it because I only saw the main event. I know who fought. I know the, the results, but uh, I, I can't say too much because I haven't seen it, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, the time is just different for, for both of us. Yeah. I mean, you're in the Netherlands. I'm in Canada. It's it's just different. Okay, I think it's a good time now to get to the awards, and then we'll do news and fighting announcements after, Marcel. We'll go to your page after, too. But let's start with news, and just quickly I want to uh, pull this off, and I won't leave this on the, the screen when we're talking about it, but I do want to pull it up here. So I did an article for MMA ratings on net. It's my 2020 year in review. And I went down through all my uh, picks for a bunch of different awards. There was 10 different awards in this article. So it'd be cool to go through it with Marcel here. And we'll start with um, male fighter of the year, Marcel. It's a no brainer for me. Listen, I, I, I don't want to necessarily to have the same picks, but they will, there will be some picks that we have the same. I'm not sure who you're picking here, but like, I have to go with Davis and Figueredo. For me, it came down to Figgy and to Kevin Holland. I love Kevin Holland. I think I'm Kevin Holland's biggest stan. Like, I really do. But he didn't really fight any, like, highly ranked competition for the most part, whereas Figueredo was fighting elite guys. He beat Joseph Benavidez twice. He beat Alex Perez. He beat Brandon Moreno. That's a fighter of the year right there, Marcel. So, in my opinion, he's easily the male fighter of the year. And, overall, he's the fighter of the year, too. What do you think?
1: Oh man, that's great because I had, had the exact same explanation why I had Davis Figueroa as. Oh, I picked him too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, for me, Kevin Holland would have been second as well. And the the the, the sucky thing is, Gilbert Burns could have been oh, yes. a male fighter of the year, but he didn't fought against Usman because of uh, because of yeah, they 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 pushed that fight back, you know, and it's still not done. So. Um, yeah, he could have been that, the fighter of the year, but it's Figueiredo. And like you said, for me, a, a big thing is competition. Uh, the, the competition quality he fought is much higher than Kevin Holland. And there's no disrespect to Kevin Holland, but the best guy Kevin Holland fought was Jacare. And uh, Jacare wasn't even ranked right now. He he was ranked, but he, he's been taken out of the rankings because he went to light heavyweight. But uh, that is Kevin Holland's best win, and Figueiredo's best wins are against Benavides twice, yep. Moreno and uh, Perez, and yep. I rank Perez and Moreno very high as well, just like Benavides, ob- obviously. So uh, yeah, that's that's why Figueiredo is also also my pick for uh, fighter of the male fighter of the year. And also, yeah. let me compliment you on the picture you've chosen for female fighter of the year. It's a beautiful picture.
0: You see it eh? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I didn't. I didn't choose that. My editor Michael did. So I'll mm-hmm. give him credit on that. But yeah, you know, for female fighter of the year. I went with Valentina Shevchenko. You know, everyone's picking Amanda Nunez, but I, I, I feel like Valentina has a step ahead because she fought twice. Amanda fought once. Vili Zhang fought once. And Vili Zhang's fight was incredible, but she fought once. Valentina fought twice. She beat Chukagian. She beat Jennifer Maya. You know, I, I don't think it was a strong field this year necessarily, but I would go with a little bit with Shevchenko compared to the other ones. What do you think?
1: So I had. Have- Actually, more fighters on my list for this, and I wore no champions actually. Oh, nice. so uh, I went with uh, I had like three choices, and it could have been or uh, Lauren Murphy, who did very well this year. I didn't pick her, by the way. Uh, Yan Shonan, the Chinese yep. fighter, I really
0: like her, I really and, like her, man.
1: Yeah, she's great as well, but I also didn't pick her. I went, I went with Mackenzie Dern, man. Oh, nice I pick. Think, you. Great pick, yeah. Yeah, I think Mackenzie Dern has done so well. Uh, after her loss against Amanda Hibas, uh, her striking is getting better as well, in my opinion. Yeah, her BJJ is amazing. You know, we all know that. And uh, she did very well, man. And uh, she picked up, I think, three wins. She picked up wins against uh, Verna Jandiroba, yep. Brenda Marcos finish, and Hannah Cipher finish. So... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm one with Mackenzie Durham and the- that's a great
0: pick. I'm I'm yeah. huge on Mackenzie Durham. I'm extremely high on her. Like I know Cole is too when he does the podcast with me. I love Mackenzie man, been a been a fan of her for since before she was in the UFC when she was in legacy, when she was just grappling. So I really like her a lot. And I think that's a really good pick, Marcel. I want to get Kevin's comment here. He said, I was looking at Gate G's UFC career and noticed something. He has eight fights, other than it could be who retired afterwards. Corey's the only guy to win his next fight after Gagey you steals souls and Pori is so underrated criminal. I agree with both these comments. And I'm pretty sure you do too. <laughs> All Definitely. right. Yeah. Um, Knock to Year, listen, like there's a lot you could pick, but I still gotta go with Buckley because I've never seen that before. That's why I'm picking it. I've never seen a guy in MMA catch a kick, spin around, and land a spinning hook kick. Not only that, I gotta be completely honest, I was so high in Kissang, I was convinced he would win that fight. After seeing him on Katarisuri, he's like this. I'm still high on him. kisangene I think he's a good fighter. I was really shocked when Buckley landed that kick and knocked him out. So that's when of my pick. And I know that it's an easy pick, and everyone's picking that. But because I've never seen it before, that's why I'm picking it. So what do you think?
1: Yeah, same. I okay. mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I, I listen, man. It was a beautiful knockout, <laughs> but I absolutely hated it because it was against Empa, and Empa's yeah. such a nice dude, man. Ball couldn't pick. be couldn't be a nicer guy, and. uh even after the fight, he's like, uh, man, amazing job. Uh, great to share the cage with you. I mean, who, who would have said that, you know, after getting knocked out like that? That was a highlight real knockout we're going to see for years from now on. And uh, 100% that one, man. It, 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 it was a beautiful knockout. It was a great performance by Buckley. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, with uh, Buckley on this one.
0: I'm gonna pull it up here. I want to watch it again. <laughs> I want to watch it. Let me see if I can get it I gotta find a gif of it. Unless you have a gif somewhere hiding. I think I got one here. I think I found one I found one. Let's watch this All right, let me pull it up here. I mean it was so good. Like I mean, I've never seen it before, right? That's why I'm picking it, you know, and again, it's it's an easy pick. Can we see it? Yeah Right here Woo! Uh,
1: you, Woo! you know, you know what makes even more beautiful? That he didn't follow up on anything.
0: That's why I, you know what I respect him like you know, and I'll get, I'll be honest like I'm a huge fan of Dan Henderson, but when he when he didn't uh, you know when he followed up on Bisping and that unnecessary shot, and I understand bad blood. I don't like yeah. seeing that stuff, man. That man was such either. a great knockout. Like I understand, dude, I get it. It's a sport where guys literally like your job is to beat the shit out of the other guy. I get it, but you got to have some respect because it is martial arts, right?
1: It's comparable to Mas Masvidal. You know?
0: Yes, that was so unnecessary too, and I understand he didn't mm-hmm. like him, but it just didn't mm-hmm. need to happen. You know, no. I like those guys that will stop that last punch before the ref jumps in when it's yeah. you know, a guy gets KO'd. And there's a lot of um, there's a lot of examples of that. Anyways, okay, uh, submission of the year. You know, there's some good ones. I don't think it's good as last year. By the way, I, I was talking about the world MMA Awards with with uh, Tom on Monday. How did match Schne- or um, what's his name uh, Bryce Mitchell's submission not win? Last year, I don't, I don't understand. But anyways, as far as this fight goes, uh, this year goes, I, I went with Habib and and, uh, and Gaethje because of the significance, because it was a main event, because it was a title fight, because quite frankly, we've never seen Gaethje get dominated like that in the match. Um, and we knew Habib had a ground game. Obviously, we've seen it throughout the years, but the way he transitioned to that submission was unbelievable with that triangle choke, went from armbar to triangle. And that's another thing I want to bring up. He said... I didn't want to break his arm because his family was there, so I switched to a triangle and choked him up instead. That's the submission of the year for Marcel. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that's a was a beautiful submission. Great performance. I picked a really odd one, and sure, that's because that's we great. didn't we didn't saw see these many times. cffc ninety one. Uh, we had Jose Perez uh submitting Jacob Durham via a banana split submission. That's a
0: great mm-hmm. pick, dude. That's an awesome pick. That happened what last month, I think. Yeah, yeah. I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't see the event live, but for, well, first off, CFFC is a is a great promotion for regional MMA in the uh, Eastern United States. I, I know, I know the submission I, years ago in the UFC, Alan Belcher almost pulled it off on Rusamar Paul Harris when they fought. He ended up knocking him out on the ground. Paul Harris, <laughs> that guy's a funny guy. But I seen that's the really the one time I've, I've seen a guy attempt it. I never seen him finish it, so I, that's an amazing pick, Marcel. Great pick, and you know what? Yes, I am picking a lot of UFC stuff, but let's be completely fair to me. There wasn't that many other events going on this year, and and Marcel is a you know huge fight connoisseur. Um, you know he's he's always watching these fights from around the world, so I, I think that it's great to have him on give some picks like that off the board. Fight of the year, Marcel. This is a no brainer. It's it's Zhang and Yuan. I mean, there's just like there's yes, there's some other good fights. Dave Hooker and, and Poirier was incredible, and. Um, Figure eight or Moreno was amazing. There's a lot of fucking fights. Actually, I want to plug another article. I didn't I didn't post it yet, but MMAOzbreaker.com. I'm gonna post it today later on. The ten most overlooked fights of the year. So I went through every card again. <laughs> I've been doing this like the last two weeks. Every card, no main events, no title fights, nothing that one fight of the night, just ten underrated fights of the year.
1: So a different had- one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Let's see if I was on the list. No. It might have been. It was Spike
1: it? Carlisle against Billy It was on my County. list. It was number three in the list. 100%. Man, I mean, how do you not give that one fight of the night?
0: It was, dude, it was in the same fight. The Corn fight, right? Yeah. 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 It was an in insane fight. It was on my list. Uh, did, is there any more you had, by the way, actually? Um, I, Ooh, I don't know. Well, no, my no, list was.
1: Were there any more you had? There was one, but I, I there was on the Callahan against, uh, uh, Azure, what's Azure, uh, yeah. What's no, that? because
0: it won one fight of the night. So my rule was yeah. no fight of the night. Now, what,
1: another one on that card that could have been fight of the night that they did that didn't get it.
0: Oh, was uh, it? Uh, okay, hold on. Let me let me pull it up here. Yeah, yeah. Because I went through every card and I I did look at all the fights. But again, I want to have some rules because if I just I would have just picked all the fight of the nights. Uh, the fight you're saying on that same card with uh, which card again, Marcel? The one with Azure?
1: Oh, okay. Azure Keller uh, card.
0: Yeah, that one fight of the night, what was the other good fight in that card? I don't know. I mean, there was a ah, there was
1: uh, I think Morales Benitez.
0: Yes, yeah. That was another one that was I was thinking about it, but I didn't put it on. But yeah, right. um here's some other ones. Actually, you brought it up. I mean, I'm I'm obviously going off on a tangent here because actually, you know what, before I get into the top ten o- overlooked, what was your fight of the year? I want to just I want to get your uh, pick on it first.
1: Same JJ I, against I, uh, I mean five rounds of crazy l- low kicks, punches. It went on. I mean, if you had another five route, five minute round, they pro- probably would have gone for another five minutes. It was a yep. crazy pace, amazing fight, by far the best women fight I ever saw, and yep. that's not even over overreacting to anything or recency bias. That really was the best fight I saw, quality wise. The best, the champion against one of the best. I mean, the current champion Zhang against. Basically, the, still for me, the strawweight greatest of all time so far in the UFC. Joanna, she, nobody, listen, she is not the greatest at this moment, but nobody has surpassed her legacy so far, in my opinion, at strawweight in the UFC. So that was amazing high-quality fight. And uh, 100%, man, that, that's yeah, no, the fight of the year.
0: I agree completely. I'm just, I've actually, I just searched up my old tweets just to see what people were saying. I, I, I want to put this one up here. Might as well throw it up. All right, share screen, Twitter. Zhang versus Ioana was like Hendo versus Shogun or Jones versus Gus. Amazing five-round back-and-forth wars where you have no idea who's going to win the fight. I thought it was an amazing fight. I did actually think that uh, the decision was correct. I did actually score for Zhang very, very (laughs) close. But the damage she did to the face of Ioana, you have to take that into account. So I think that they got the decision right. It was amazing. I actually remember watching it myself. My girlfriend was with me. It was one of those pay per views that was really late. She she was like, I really want to watch out to Sonya fight Romero, and she actually ended up falling asleep for, before that fight, which I don't think she missed anything because that fight was garbage. But she watched yeah. this one. She's like, Holy crap, this fight was amazing! It was yeah. an amazing fight, and it, yeah. uh, it's a no brainer. But yeah, just getting back to the uh, the overlooked fights. I, again, the article is going to come out in a couple hours on Odds Breaker. over, Edwards says Carla walking for the belt. <laughs> oh yeah, in the first round. <laughs> He turns his back. He almost gets knocked out. Don't do that, guys. If you're gonna fight. Don't do that. Okay. Um, actually, okay. So I just did it chronologically because I I don't know. It's like hard to rank them. There's so many good fights, but so actually there weren't there weren't that many that were on the list from like early before pen, the COVID-19 pandemic. Most of them were May on. The, the first one was from UFC 249. It's a guy you brought up earlier in this card, Marcel. It wasn't fight of the night. It wasn't a main event. Uh, Vicente Luque versus Nico Price two. That fight was just a fucking war. And uh, Nico, like you said, Nico Price could lose five straight fights and they think they would keep on the roster. This guy's a nutcase. Remember that picture, yeah. picture? I got to pull the picture up. I got to pull up. Marcel, like, that was a great fight,
1: right? Yeah, 100%. That, that he was like, uh, that, uh, That that uh, where he was like, that, making that weird face. Yeah, I'm going
0: to pull it up right now. Yeah. Dude, it was so good. Like, the guy is like, I love him. I love this guy. Look at this face. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like what a beating, <laughs> trick, but yeah, I love the dude, man. He's he's yeah. unbelievable. Um,
1: do you, do you have Kay Hansen against Corey McKenna on that list? I no, 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 I thought Ray more
0: so. I thought that was a more like, don't get me wrong, McKenna was a decent fight. I thought the decision was terrible, by the way. I thought that, yeah, I <laughs> was like 3027 that's crazy. Um, I yeah, the 27 for yeah, around, right? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I worked on my list. I thought about Frey and Hansen because I thought that was a good fight. And I remember doing the article after where that dude spent – he bet like 20 grand on her or something. And I was like, this yeah. guy is a nutcase. Who's spending that much on Kay Hansen? And he goes and wins his bet. And I remember that picture from the uh, uh, the airport, which was pretty cool. Uh, Edward says, we all fell asleep during you is That fight was
1: um, – uh, can can, Worst can fight you of the year Im- that might be there. Go ahead. Can you imagine that fight was at 6.37 uh, a.m. over oh here? Oh, my um,
0: God. That was fight. It was so frustrating, eh? Yeah. Like, uh. Uh, and who who would have ever thought that was going to be Yoel's fight, last fight in the UFC? That I would never predicted that, you know?
1: Yeah, it was it was just a horrible fight.
0: Um, some other ones on my list, Marcel. This was a great fight too. And this is why I love having you on, man, because you're going to know these ones. And I, again, guys, I know we're kind of deviating from the from the year in review, but that's okay. It's good to have a little break here. Um, Nate Landwar versus Darren
1: Elkins. That was yeah the last one. How good who, was that? Good. How did you score that one? Because I want to know. Because I scored that one different.
0: Um, I had it for uh Land War 29 28. You had, I had it Elkins,
1: a, I had 29 28 for Elkins, yeah, yeah. It was despite, super, despite super cool the
0: despite it, him it was but, the cuts and stuff. That's yeah. the damage that that's that's the, I know, I know, they call him the damage. For,
1: <laughs> that's the sucky thing for Darren, man. He always bleeds in every fight, and yeah. if he is in a tough fight. He he's he not, he not going to get the decision often, I think. But it was close. I didn't have any problem with the 29-28 lap wear, but I think there was also a 30-27 score. Which yeah, that was some
0: me. weird scorecards, but it was a great fight. And if you haven't seen that one, go back and watch it. Daniel says, that's so typical. I mean, it gave us the best and worst fights ever. 100%, dude. We literally had the best and worst fight back-to-back. That's MMA right there for you. So I got to get this comment. This is hilarious. He says, Kevin says, I can tell your fiance does doesn't watch the podcast because based on my sisters, she would not be happy if you call your girlfriend. <laughs> to be fair, she was just my girlfriend uh, during that fight. But, yeah, she is my fiancé now. I probably should start getting used to that. It's still weird to me, dude. I'm going to be <laughs> a dad and a husband within the next year or two. This is crazy to Marcel. As a guy who just, like, loves MMA and just a super chill dude, for this to all be happening at once, it's pretty nuts, man. But I- I'm embracing it. <laughs> next on the list was Quarantilla and Carlisle. I just said, like, the ground game, the pace was sick. Next up, uh, Devin Clark versus Alonzo Medifield. This was such a good fight. People didn't talk about this fight. If you like clinch work, uh, like, against the fence, this would be a fight to watch, and it was exciting. So to me, that was going to be a fight that I had on my list. Uh, Brendan Allen versus Kyle Dawkins, another great fight, uh, absolute war. It was not fight of the night because there was another crazy fight on that same card. What, what card is that? There was another insane fight on the same card. Um, oh, poor Ave Hooker.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, okay. yeah,
0: you're screwed. You're not going to win your yeah. 50K. Um, Let's go through the, the rest of the Marcel to get your thoughts. Uh Tim Elliott versus Ryan Benoit. That was another great fight with a very questionable decision. I don't know if Elliott should have won that fight. Another great fight. This was a beating, but it was a great fight to watch. Uh, Casey Kenny versus Hailey Alatang. Obviously, the fight with Nathaniel would be on here, but it one fight they made, so it wouldn't be on the list. Um, the fight with John Castaneda was actually another really good fight too from yeah. uh, Nathaniel Wood. He's just an exciting guy. Both these guys, I love them both, but yeah. The Alatang fight, I mean, that dude, like, I don't like. Did he have a body armor on or something? Like, I don't understand. He got kicked in the body that much; and didn't get KO'd. Um, another one that you're gonna like this one, Marcel. I mentioned this one: Tajir Ulin Bekov versus Bruno Silva. That yeah. fight was so good. <laughs> it
1: was very good, indeed. Yeah.
0: And and it was a curtain jerker, so no one really talked about that much. Um, but it was a great fight. Another fight, I love this fight. It's it's it wasn't his actually. He was on. I did it on a list of the most like the best unranked guys heading into next year. And Sean Strickland was at the top of my list. I don't know how he's not ranked in the top 15. I'm very high in Sean Strickland. The fight with Jack Marshman, where he's talking to and talking shit during the fight... How good was that fight, Marcel?
1: <laughs> yeah, that was very funny indeed, man. And and by the way, we got to give a huge uh, props to Sean Strickland, man. How he came back. Uh, that, that last fight he won against Brandon Allen. I mean, Brandon Allen is good, man. I mean, uh, he is a really good talent from, uh, from Rufus Sport. He is now at Sanford, I think, yep. uh, for, for his last camp. But he's really good, man. I'm also really high on Brandon Allen. So the Strickland, Str- Strickland has always been like uh, he is against a top 15. But just not. And then he has he, he had actually had an accident, right? A yeah, bad he accident.
0: He was out for two years with a um after a motorcycle
1: accident where yeah. basically destroyed
0: his knees. Um, the fact he's come back is incredible. I've always been really high on him. I also really like him at 185 instead of one seventy. It's just further proof. You don't need to cut a ton of weight to be good in this game. Um, this guy just has good skills. His boxing is like some of the best in the division. Uh and his ground game is really underrated. So I, I'm super high on this dude, man.
1: It's very entertaining to watch. It's only not entertaining fight I can remember was against Tom Breeze at UFC 199. That fight was so bad. It was such a bad fight. That fight was was the only fight that sucked on that card. I mean, he's
0: had some bad fights. The fight with Usman on the DC and Johnson card, that fight was bad too. So he's had some bad fights, but he's a pretty exciting guy in general, and Daniel Edwards is fair play. I
1: mean, who has a good fight against Usman?
0: No one does really. No one looks good against him, you know? Um, Oh, except for Covington. I was at that fight. That was a crazy slugfest. Crazy. Mm. Because you couldn't take him down, so they had to stay standing. Um, last on the list in my top 10 was Parker Porter versus Josh Parisian. Uh, we got to give a shout out to the big boys, Marcel. Me and Marcel are the heavyweights here and we got to give a shout out <laughs> to the other heavyweights. That fight was crazy. I, first off, I was surprised that uh, Porter actually won that fight. I thought Parisian would win. The fact that it went 15 minutes, it was crazy. Here's the other thing. It didn't win fight of the night because you know why Dana White was watching the Mike Tyson fight at the same time. That's why it didn't win fight of the night.
1: <laughs> I'm serious. He said he was on his other computer okay i I didn't even know man, but yeah. uh, th- that that card had some some odd uh winners I think i I went three and eight picking that one, so I remember yeah. that it was like I got that whole main card wrong, and I think for the for the last event, I also got the whole main card wrong. So what am I even doing here? you know it's tough, <laughs> dude
0: dude we we try our best, you know what I mean with the picks. Yeah. like i we put our research in like listen. Me and Marcel live and breathe the sport, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, But at the end of the day, like you could do as much research as you want, Marcel. It's up to the two competitors in the cage to decide on the outcome of the fight. That's what it comes yeah. down to. And as far as that last card, I, I, that was one of my worst cards of the year. Let's move on from it. And mm. just a really, really quick, some honorable mentions I had. I had uh, Andre Feely, Charles Jourdain, uh, Davey Grant, and Martin Day, which was a great fight, a good, yeah. great knockout in the third round. Uh, Shogun versus uh, Little Nog 3. That was a really good fight. Ed Herman versus Mike Rodriguez, the controversy aside, that was a really interesting fight to watch. And then uh, Alex Moreau versus Reese McKee was actually pretty uh, entertaining too. So that, that would, those would be my overlooked fights. And again, you know, this article is going to come out today, but I just wanted to go through it with Marcel, uh, get his thoughts on that. Um, just getting back to the awards, we'll go for a few more minutes here on the awards. I went for Event of the Year. I actually went with UFC 249. I'm going to pull up this card because this card was just, it was so good. Like it was just, it was the first card back. That's why I think it's also a little bit special. Because, you know, we didn't really know what was going to happen. This is the first card back from COVID. Uh rate tests positive the day before. We have no idea if this card is going to get shut down or not. Look at this card, Marcel. This card is incredible. Like, look at the names on this card. And I remember when they announced this card, I was like, holy fuck, this card's crazy. Like, like look at the prelims. Like, you have, like, former champions all over the card. Like, three or four former champs on the prelims. It's For me, this was the, fight, uh, the event of the year. What was yours?
1: Yeah, amazing card. Too bad, man, for Keith Peterson that he smoked so much, man, before the <laughs> cruise ride. I mean, I feel that so good. That was bad a good stoppage in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, way. I agree, but yeah, me too. Uh, 100%. I was just kidding, obviously. What um, was your pick? Uh, 256, man. Uh, oh, recently bias, maybe. I don't know. But I love that card. Uh, that was amazing. Oh, I yes. think, uh, yeah, look at it, man. I mean, the main card 100% delivered. Uh, the prelims deliver. It was a great card overall. I really enjoyed the card. So uh, that 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 was my card of the year. Pretty pretty weird that this is the last pay-per-view of the year, but that was mine.
0: No, it's a great pick. I mean, like, this card was, like, if you're looking back, I look at all the finishes, and even the fights that went to decision were exciting to watch, right? So a, a great pick there from you, Marcel. Um, breakthrough fight of the year. I, I feel like this was kind of a no-brainer. I, I went with Kamzat. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I I didn't really know too much. I, obviously, I know, I'm pretty sure you were familiar with him before he came to the UFC. I didn't really know, but I don't really watch Brave, I'll be honest, but the week before he got uh, came to UFC, I, I looked through the through the card, and I watched tape on him, his highlight reel, and that fight where he got this submission on the guy, at the rear naked choke, and spits his mouthpiece out, I was like, damn, I am I love this guy. I love this guy, and now we know how good he is, so he's my breakthrough fighter. Comes to the UFC, three wins in like two months. Sets the record, two wins in ten days. W- what's your pick?
1: If you ask debut of the year, I would have gone with Yeri, by the way, but um, oh, great pick. fighter! Great yeah, pick. Yuri th- versus Vulcan, yeah. But breakthrough fighter of the got to be Chimaev, right? So uh, yeah. I agree with that one. I mean, um, I remember when I saw, like, uh, uh, John Phillips was supposed to fight. Who, who, who was he supposed to fight again on Fight Island before? uh we can chuck. Um, was it the Korean guy? Uh
0: I just fought in good the, the yeah. guy that just looked like Kamzet when he beat him, Another yeah. Kamzet <laughs> Jr. No, he was supposed to fight. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Dusko Todorovic.
1: a uh, oh, yeah. He would have got I his was, ass kicked in that fight, yeah. Too. <laughs> I was like, This is a war, this is an awful fight for him, yeah. and then he got Chimaev, and I was like, This is even worse, probably, yeah. because yeah. I, I know what Chimaev can do, so I was like. I don't know. And, and I saw like the odds and I think Chimaev was favorite as well. And I was like, this is going to be yeah. bad. And then you saw the first round. It's just like, this might be even a 10, seven round this one. That's I scored 10 seven. I actually did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that's how bad it was. And, uh, everybody was going crazy about Chimaev, but I, ex- I expected Chimaev to win. So, but the way he won was very impressive, you know? Yeah. So, um, I, I, I need that well in the, in the fights against Riz McKee and against uh, J.R. Merchardt, obviously. So uh, yeah. I agree with you, man. I have him also as breakthrough fighter of the year.
0: And I think, you know, this is a great pick too. Kevin picked Rebus. I think that's a really good pick too. I mean, I think she could be a star in the sports. I really like her. What do you think?
1: I love her, man. Everybody knows. <laughs> we know it's been a lot I'm pretty sure like her. every male MMA fan has a crush on her, right? Like, I, I mean, the first time when I, uh, she was uh, what was her debut against Whitmire right and uh, I I saw her at uh, at the weigh-ins where she shoved Whitmire and back and forth and that was already kind of funny to me she was laughing very hard about it and then I saw an interview with Nick Baldwin I think with her and after that interview I was sold I didn't even I saw some fights of her in in Brazilian scene, but I haven't seen her debut in the UFC yet. But I was already sold. She has such a good personality, you know, and uh, her fighting style is great, great as well. So she, I agree with Kevin Man. Everybody, she got everything to be a star in the yeah, UFC. Let
0: me get Daniel's comment quickly. He says Strickland Allen, maybe shows that maybe these guys aren't the getting developed correctly. Strickland's had some losses, but top opposition. Wonderboy Neil, yeah, can't rush these guys. Um, let's go to the next one here. A best fighter outside the UFC. I picked Pitbull. And listen, I understand he only fought once. It wasn't his fault. He was supposed to fight twice. Uh, the fight in March got canceled on fight day, I believe, uh, the day after the wins. And he got rescheduled. He knocked Carvalho out. I, I just believe, in my opinion, he is the number one fighter outside the UFC right now. And even though he only fought once, he's still at the top of my list. I wouldn't I wouldn't knock him down the list just because it wasn't his fault, COVID-19. So who, who's
1: your pick? I agree with you, but I go with somebody else. I go also Great. with a Bellacar fighter going with AJ McKee.
0: I, yeah, I thought about him too. He's one of the two for me. He's incredible, yeah. man.
1: He's amazing. Let's, I really hope I have nothing against, uh, uh against, uh, what's it, uh, Manuel Sanchez or whatever, or whatever. I have nothing against him, but I really hope we see AJ McKee against Patricia Pitbull because that's that is the fight for Bellator to make, man. Yeah, in that division, that's that's like the the current best one against the new breed, top level guy. And we, I think everybody wants to see that fight. Nothing against Sanchez. I hope he does well, but that's the fight we want to see, I think.
0: Yeah, and for me, it was both those guys were right at the top of the list. All right, let's go to some, like, low lights. Let's do some, like, stuff that's not as good. What about this one, Marcel? The biggest disappointment of the year. Mine was Conor McGregor. I'll tell you why. There's two reasons. Number one, he fought once. He fought for 40 seconds. And I get it, COVID-19, all that stuff. He could have fought again. He could have fought again. He didn't want to fight again without fans. And now they're realizing they need to bring him back in. He's going to fight next month. So he only fought once for 40 seconds against Cerrone. He promised three fights. He said, I'm going to have a season. I'm going to fight Nate Diaz. I'm going to fight Masvidal. I'm going to fight Khabib or whoever. He ends up fighting one time. Not only that, but he got in serious issues outside the cage, punching the guy in the bar, the old man. Uh, we all remember that. That was this year. So there was a lot going on outside the cage with him. I love Conor. Don't get me wrong. He's an amazing fighter. But I think it was a disappointing year for him because he's the biggest star in the sport. And for him to only fight for 40 seconds and to get on these other issues outside the cage, to me, he's at the top of the list of disappointments. Hoosiers.
1: To do a challenge, Diego Sanchez. I mean, that was also disappointing for me that that he that he really wanted to fight Diego Sanchez. Oh, that but, was uh, terrible! Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and then some, even some journalists <laughs> on Twitter like, "Yeah, that's actually a pretty decent fight." I was like, "Are you crazy?" But um, yeah, I didn't really uh, pay too much attention. The biggest disappointment for me this year was referee Cristononi. Um Man, you don't know how many times I've been. Annoyed by him, by his calls, he had many bad, bad calls in the UFC. Uh, the worst one, probably. Well, well,
0: Mike Van Trevor Jones, right? What? Sorry. Did you say to Trevor Jones was that was that the one you were
1: saying? That was awful, but the worst one is Mike Rodriguez against Ataermin. That's by far the worst one. You, you he, he, he stole the win from Mike Rodriguez in that fight. You know, Timo Valeev against Trevin Jones was the worst one. I even can't call Dwight Grant against um, what's that? Mike Rodriguez. Then Dwight Grant oh, against yeah. uh, Daniel. Uh, yes, 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 um, oh, yes. Oh, Pe- yes.
0: that was crazy too. Yeah,
1: Michelle Pereira against uh, uh, yeah. he didn't tap. He he would have lost for for sure, but he didn't tap. I mean, that there is something like. You can make a mistake, but you can't make like a trezillion mistakes in like three months, you know. That's just awful, and um, yeah, I mean, just just sucks, you know. And yeah. um, uh, uh, honorable mention the couple DC and Joe Rogan commentating on a pay per view.
0: Actually, we talked about uh, You saw the podcast, me and Tom were talking yeah. about it. Just like they're getting paid really well to do their jobs. Can they at least do at least pretend that they did their research? At least, you know, at least pretend like don't just mm-hmm. go. Because you're a paying fan, I don't think you want to just watch like a Joe Rogan Experience podcast. You're trying to get some knowledge, right? So. I
1: always get in discussions with people over here in the Netherlands. I like when you're talking about Joe Rogan is the best ever. Listen, according to the Dutch commentary, Joe Rogan is the best ever. Yeah, definitely, but. I mean I always been a big Joe Rogan fan when I started uh watching the UFC and when he was commentating with Mike Goldberg I enjoyed that you know and he had some technical breakdowns about uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu yes. because he knows about that you know but listen the combination with DC is just awful I you agree. know it's just I I can't listen to it and I'm not uh, uh, somebody who doesn't have fun in his life or whatever you know <laughs> but uh I just can't listen to it, man. Give me, give me. A, a John Annick is the absolute biggest professional on that booth all the time. He's the best by far. You know, I, I love the, the, I love the Felder uh, Fitzgerald combination. It's love great it too. has uh, great chemistry. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Bis, Bisping is good as well. He's good too. I think. Yeah, he's great. I yeah. like Bisping too. Yep. Uh, for example, and even listen. I know many people don't like Dominic Cruz, but his breakdowns are normally good. B- despite when he said, uh "What, what did he say? Coronar is uh, trying to." You remember what the Khabib yeah. Somebody, I bracket. don't know, man. I might, I might too
0: high in Cruz. I got to be honest, yeah.
1: bro. <laughs> I mean, but I don't mind him. But for me, what I always liked the most in the color commentator was Frank Mir, and uh, Great. I mean. I loved him in the WEC. I loved him in ACA. So he is really good, man. And if I was the UFC, I know we have connections with Bellator, but if you want a really good color commentator and I don't want to uh what do you say that say uh, the other like a Felder is great as well. I think Felder should have got the the, the award this year. But um should have, man, I, man so. I mean, Frank Mirror is so good, man. I, I he's a, he's a very uh pleasant voice to listen to and uh, a very uh, technical and good breakdown for for viewers as well. So
0: I, I uh, agree. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, my guy would have been Brian Stan. I was so high in him. I used to love Brian Stan. and That's he's not doing game. it anymore. He's doing, but he was great at technical breakdowns. Also, I you know, and, and I understand he's a kind of guy who's kind of gone off the board now. But I I used to love Eddie Bravo back in the day when he would give his scorecard. During, yeah. I don't understand why they don't have scorecards anymore. That's it's kind of weird because boxing every card they have like three or four people scoring the fight. They don't have one in the UFC block. They should have a score.
1: You know, Adam, what about uh, Tito Ortiz when he ended with Seraldo Babalu?
0: Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, so that's bringing me way back in the day. Yeah, Tito yeah. was my that's god. affliction, right? Yeah, I think it. Yeah, Babalu's yeah. in, in, in affliction. Yeah. yeah, uh, Kevin Scott said disappointing for him was Kabir be, <laughs> Tony totally being killed one last time. And yeah. he just asked him was it the year again took a point for MVP? I don't think it was last year, wasn't it? When he fought, uh, who did he fight where he took the point away? It wasn't the Ross Houston fight, was it? No. I, I can't recall. I'll put it up right now, guys. I think it was last year, though, Kevin. It's so hard to remember, man. This year kind of, like, kind of flowed into last year, and the fight was... Uh, uh, was it the Shinzo Anzai fight last year? Was that the one? Or Richard That's Kiley, cool. maybe? One of those fights. It was last year. I don't think it was this year.
1: By the way, what did you think about... what um, uh, Was that Herzog who took a point away from... Uh, or was it Goddard against uh, Moreno against Figueiredo? I really liked that. It's fight. a
0: Herzog, and I'm okay with that point. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, it sucks that it led to a draw. I mean, I don't like draws because I'll tell you why. No one gets paid the win bonus. So the UFC just keeps that money. I've never seen one sucks. guy get the money than no one, right? That sucks. Yeah. Also, Kevin says he likes Pat Miltich. I like Pat too, but I mean, listen, he's, he's a pretty controversial guy in some of his comments, man. That's, there's no doubt about it. I want to really uh, just cut this really fast, Marcel. Yeah. You talk about great commentators and you mentioned Frank Mir. And yeah. I agree. And I also think that Stefan Bonner was really good too. And I'm going to pull up this clip right here. Is it showing? i pull up this one, Marcel. Listen to this call, guys. It's a great call.
1: I hear no sound.
0: See, I just love that. And Bonner was so excited and stuff. I just love I, that. I heard no settings. sound, man. Oh, you didn't hear it. Sorry, guys. I apologize. It must have just played on my thing. Sorry, guys. My bad. I won't do that again. I didn't know. If, I actually wasn't sure if sound would work, but anyways, um, really fast. More, I want to get to a few other things. We only have ten minutes left. Um, worst moment of the year for me was actually Jason Herzog. You brought him up. The fight with Glover Teixeira and Anthony Smith. That was one of the worst stoppages. The latest stoppages. And it's not just the rest of The corner too, I think, should have thrown the towel in. So, um, what's your pick for the worst moment of the year? Was it the, or is it the Mike Rodriguez fight with Ed Herman?
1: I would say that one that really cost somebody a win yeah. and that would have been uh listen man Mike Rodriguez is not a, is not a guy who is like stacking out wins but he he did well you know and uh, that can that can be a tiebreaker for getting a new contract or not getting a new contract you know and thank god he got a new fight with the UFC you know so uh I, I don't know, I can't recall who he's fighting next, but uh, he got a fight lined up uh, in the next year, so uh, I'm happy. And, and they should, honestly, man, the commission should at least put that fight in the no contest. No disrespect to Ed Herman, but... I agree. Yeah.
0: All right, so let's just get to a little bit of news really uh, fast. I have 10 minutes on you, v- Marcel. Um, we had a lot to talk about today, and we'll yeah. go to your page for a few minutes, but again, we can't talk about the fights for too long here. Yeah. Um, just want to mention quickly, Kamzak, Chemayev, and Leon Edwards has been removed from file, and The main event now is reportedly going to be um, Kiesa and Magni, so it is what it is. They want to keep that fight together, so Leon Edwards, again, getting pushed back again, which is nuts. Um, Dana White talked a little bit about Khabib and, and Conor as well, and uh, he basically said that they want that fight. And the last thing I want to mention, they're raising the price of the pay-per-view to $69.99 American, up $5, which is, uh, I don't know about that. I mean, during a pandemic, you are going to raise the price, I don't know. Any thoughts on those little pieces, in either?
1: Yeah, I don't like for you guys that you have to pay more for pay per view now. I'm happy we can see it here for free, but uh, that 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 sucks, man. I mean, uh, also during a pandemic to raise the price. I don't agree with that. Yeah, that's. Yeah.
0: Were, were you going to say I, something about Edwards? Did you want to say something?
1: No, not really, man. I mean, uh, it sucks that he's off the card, but uh, yeah, the UFC wants to keep that fight together. Yep. So, uh, I mean,. If you want to be a main event, make sure you be a co-main event behind Chimaev against Edwards so you might be the main event.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, I I agree. All right. So let's go to your page, Marcel. We'll talk about some fights, but we only have five minutes left, guys. So we can't go in depth on them, unfortunately. Uh, Maybe a couple of them I'll get Marcel to go in depth, but we'll go through his page. Mr. Marcel Dorfman. What's his? Big Marcel 24. One of the best Instagrams. I don't really use Instagram. I'll be completely honest with you, but you're like the only page I use. I'll be completely honest, man. (laughs) I'm not Tyson some guy who's, like, thirsty on it all the time. Like, I've I got too much other stuff to do, unfortunately. All right, this fight's really good, uh, but Jerry versus Adeshev. Man, great fight, dude. Uh, but this is – like, I am i feel bad for this guy. Like, he just got knocked out by Tyson Nam. Now he fights a technician. This is not going to end well for this guy, is it?
1: No, I agree with you 100%. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. No, i just going to probably get finished. Um, Trezano and Alves. I didn't even know these guys were – I didn't know he was in the UFC anymore. Trezano. Actually, I wasn't even sure. I know Alves was on contender series, right? Mistaken? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: One. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I have to look into it, but uh, Trezano was a guy that I think was a little bit disappointed. I, I think he went out to a fighter, didn't he? beat P- Pena or something?
1: Yeah, he beat, beat Pena in the yeah. second UFC fight. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, he's got some promise, but again, I haven't really heard much from him lately. This fight we gotta talk about for a minute here. Jan and Izzy, it's official March 6th, UFC 259. That card also has Nunez and Anderson. Maybe uh, the original plan was, I think, Stipe and Francis, but I don't think they're going to do those three title fights. That'll probably happen in April now if I had to guess. What do you think of this fight, man? I mean, like, I like the matchup, but I just don't understand how they're holding up two divisions for a fight that I don't really know if I consider it a true super fight. And I know they will have belts, but what fan was asking for this fight before Dana White talked about it?
1: I mean, fun fight, but uh, should have been Yan against Clover. Dude, hundred percent. The guy got screwed so hard. Yeah, I, 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 really don't like it because I listen, man. I know they are really into that super fight kind of thing, and Scott Coker is as well in, in Bellator. And I'm really not. I'm right. Like, I really appreciate a champion who uh, cleans out his division, uh, makes a legacy over there. And if you clean out your division, you can go for a, for a title yeah. fight uh, so in another division when there are no legit number one contenders at that time. And there is a legit number one contender who is aging right now, you know? So you got to give that guy his shot. Yep. Israel could have waited for another for a shot against Yan. So I, 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 let's be honest, man. If Israel wins this fight, they're going to do Israel against John Jones probably. Yeah. So then Glover can wait even more.
0: They're setting it up for that. Obviously, they want that super fight, but I, I thought Glover should have got it. He has five straight wins. He's 40 years yeah. old. Give the old man a title shot, like you said. And uh, here's a good question. Kevin says, with 185 up kind of for the foreseeable future. How would you match up the other guys? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to say, but I would assume that if Whitaker's in that mix. Victoria's going to be in that mix. Uh, there's a few other guys I'm probably forgetting here. I, I think Costas has got to win his way back to that mix after that bad performance, but there's a few other guys. i got to get this comment, too. Hey, Jordan, what's going on, man? He says, Jordan, what do you think this guy at Mayweather wanting to fight Logan Pauls. Do you have a chance against Logan? <laughs> Good comment. Actually, his brother, Jake, was Jake was the one talking to TMZ today. He's like, this fight's a joke. I, he's like, it's my own brother, and I think it's a joke. So. I thought that was pretty funny. Obviously, that was just a troll comment, Marcel. I'm pretty sure it was directed at you because
1: we all know that you're a huge Jake
0: Paul fan, Marcel. We all know that.
1: Again, Absolutely, man. I have even three posters in the back. <laughs> yeah, look.
0: Do you really? You see, you, you see? I can see them all in the back wall. Oh, yeah, there. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, just quickly on this fight, i kind of surprised by the matchmaking here. Shane buys against uh, Kay I The matchmaking with Hansen is just very strange. Is it the same like with the McKenna fight? I mean, why? I don't get you know? it. Why are, they, why, are they, why are they doing this to her? I don't get yeah, it. Like right. she's so she could lose this fight. This is a tough fight, actually. Yeah. Hanson probably will be favored because buys has no fights, but buys is a good prospect too. Her uh, husband, J.P. buys, is a good prospect. I'm very, very bizarre matchmaking. That's what I'll say about this one. I, to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if that fight ended up falling off, anyways, for some reason. Gene Frey, Gloria DePaula, another you know fighter who's kind of struggled in Gene Frey a little bit in the UFC, and DePaula looked really good in contender series, so that's a good fight. I I, I want to get your thoughts on this one because I know you like these guys. I love both these guys. What are your thoughts on this one?
1: Yeah, man, I really like both guys as well. I, I'm really high on Ankalaev so yeah. already when he was at the Wfca champion over there. So um, I know he has one loss in the UFC, which will always follow him against Craig. Yep. That was and the fight he was. And the fight he was probably going to win 30-24. So, I mean, Taffo
0: <laughs> with one second left, bro. Come on, you can't do yeah. that. Like it was, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, Yeah. But so, he's good. Yeah. He's really good. He's actually quite good. And you know what? That loss, that could have ruined his career and just destroyed his confidence. He's bounced yeah. back. He's looked even better. Again, we got, we got like one minute left to go through the rest of these. they will be quick. Kevin Holland, Derek Brunson. I really like this fight. Good matchmaking. Um, but Holland deserves a top 10 guy. Any thoughts on this? Because I think Brunson's actually really over, underrated, actually. People yeah, I agree. Yeah, they don't appreciate how good he is. Br- Brunson Cisco
1: haircut is underrated <laughs> as well. Like, <laughs> I yeah. love
0: this picture you got of him, eh? <laughs> <It's> okay. <so good. laughs> All right, what else we got here? Dalka, they the uh, oh, okay, versus Isa Fiku. I can't even pronounce his name, <laughs> I'm but really uh, sorry. I tried Fida Fiku. Actually, Fida Kefu. I'm trying, it's tough. Isi Fida Kefu. Um, this is his debut, right, in the UFC. So, yeah, uh, I've heard some good things about this guy. And then Dalka obviously had his fight fall through. So, apologies for uh, mispronouncing the last name, it's not an easy one. This, <laughs> both these guys, I'm gonna, I to i can not wait to hear John Annick and uh, and Felder call this fight. It's gonna be a yeah. I'll just use their first names. Mike Davis, Mason Jones. I like this Mason Jones guy, man. And I like Mike Davis, too. This is an yeah, interesting fight. Casteris and Kroom. It's a good fight. Mister. Uh, I love this picture you got of Kevin Kroom. He looks so <laughs> fucking high out of his mind in this one. <laughs> and He just got caught from marijuana, so I have no problem with that, by the way. Yeah, so,
1: someone that made that uh, with that picture with Brad Pitt, you know? Uh, yeah. Like... Uh, you know that 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 Brad Pitt picture, yeah, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, when he's yeah. sitting like this. Oh, yeah, Brad, yeah, yeah, oh it's a, oh, it's a Dick DiCaprio Who is it no,
0: Thelma or it's DiCaprio? Yeah, there's also. I'm sorry, one for, my my bad. There's one for Thelma Louise where I think he's sitting on the couch too. Yeah. Um At this fight's rebooked, and then Cape. There's a bunch of other ones, but we don't really have time. And by to the way, field.
1: Fioro was really good, man. I really like that she got signed. Yeah, UFC. you like her,
0: so that, that's good. That's another good signing there. Yeah. Last comment here from my, from one of my guys here, Mr. Uh, Gabe Killian, the Al Capone. What's How up, is- Gabe? Dude, Gabe's a great guy. I used to love that uh, picture he had on the shirt all those years ago. Marcel, that's it for today's podcast. We don't have any time left, man. Maybe we, we could talk about it for another hour, but maybe I'll get you on next week, Marcel. You tell me, Marcel. Like, you guys tell me, too. You want Marcel on? Tell me, and I'll, and I'll, I'll message him. Marcel, plug your stuff, man, and uh, you know, the floor is yours.
1: First of all, thanks for having me again, man. Always a pleasure. And uh, everybody, happy new year. Best wishes for 2021 um you can find me marcel 24 instagram and twitter and my work mmadna.nl and also on facebook instagram twitter and youtube
0: awesome man and uh, like i said i want to get you on like way more often in 2020 uh you know thursdays are are very open for me so marcel he here's the thing about marcel he doesn't work full-time mma obviously he wants to he has a full-time job so that's obviously his priority with his full-time job but Marcel, you you know that we we love you here, man. You're you're always invited to be a guest on my podcast, so appreciate you nice, coming man. on, man. Happy New Year's to you. Happy New Year's to everyone who joined us today, who joined us all year. Uh, I really appreciate it, guys. Seriously. So uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at @Anatamartin. Have an amazing night, guys. I know that people are going to have some, some parties tonight. Uh, just do it safely wherever you are in the world. Do it safely and hopefully get through the last night of 2020. And 2020 uh, is a much 2021 is a much better year. Have a great great uh, evening, guys. And Marcel, once again. Thanks for joining me. Bye.